and I have people like that that have been part of so many seasons of me that yes. like I feel as though for somebody to love you through everything and everyone that you've been yeah. and come out to current day and you just still be like cruxes in them right <laughs> you're like what are you still doing here welcome to another episode of stay rooted with your hosts Stephanie and Lauren pull up a chair because you're attending the virtual mom support group light your sage because we are going through it and growing through it and And we're we're always rooting for you so happy galentine's day happy galentine's day friends it is february 13th which lauren taught me is the official day of the galentines which (laughs) i love so have you ever had a galentine's or like a gal celebration like not like a formal one i don't think I have a group of friends that I feel like the females, like, love. A a themed party. A themed party. And we love, like, a friend get-together that we've, like, relabeled for our family that we made. So we don't do Galentines anymore. Most of us are, like, married or in long-term relationships or just very busy. So we don't do Galentines. But we do do Spooky Girls Night, Mm -hmm. which is, like, a weekend night in October where all the girls get together and we dress spooky and we watch Hocus Pocus. But we did do Galentine's back in the day. Yes. So I feel like we just kind of had ourselves a Galentine. We did have ourselves a Galentine's Day. So Lauren and I were just feeling like we wanted we wanted to put ourselves in uncomfortable situations and we wanted to take some <laughs> new pictures. Yes. So we were like, we should do... An awkward photo shoot of like a very, a very, what would you call it? I feel like we were kind of giving like 90s moms. 90s mom moms. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> we were just kind of channeling our inner 90s babies and we were bringing that into like a awkward friendship photo shoot. And the funniest part about it for me is like, Some of the poses, like, I will tell you, like, the next day, like, we were laughing about it, but, like, the next day, like, I felt something in my arms. I was sore. I was was like, (laughs) I did, like, I made art, question mark. Yes, and we had Phoebe of Phoebe's photos do our pictures. Who we love. Who we love. And she's, like, the only person that can have you, like... Put your friend in a wheelbarrow pose. <laughs> and, and feel be, confident about be it. be like, that looks so good. Yeah. <laughs> that looks great. But like, but I, I was felt feeling, the wheelbarrow. I felt it too. The next day I was like, <laughs> wow, there was this one that, there was only one, I will say, that Lauren and I attempted to do that we were like, there is just physically no way. And the like swan yeah. outward. <laughs> we were like, no, no, not worth like the potential injuries that could like occur post pose. Who has the thigh strength for that? One thing Lauren and I quickly realized is that there is a very clear uh, torso to leg ratio situation that we had to work into these awkward poses. Because <laughs> if you've seen them before, like Obviously, not to give it all away, but there's a very, like, popular pose where they kind of, like, bridge over each other. Yes. And we quickly realized that my legs go up to about, what would you say, like... My neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow you're taller. Yeah, you're, like, I'm almost an inch taller yeah. than you, but I have no legs. And I have no torso. So <laughs> we worked that into every equation. We're like toad and frog. <laughs> we literally, we are something special out there, but... We did it, and we're super excited about these. I feel like they're going to be really cool, and it's going to be exciting to have something new to put out there. I think so. And I, my question for you was, like, what would be your ideal Galentine's? And that was definitely mine. The only thing that would have been better is if we got, like, burritos afterwards. Yes. We should have planned better. We should have fed our children. A hundred percent. Or something. Had them feed themselves. A hundred percent. But I feel like what makes a good Galentine is, like, taking the pressure off of what the usual holiday is about and just being, like, cozy. Yeah, for me, my ideal Galentine's, I feel like, would be, like, literally a pajama party. Like, I want everybody in their pajamas. I want takeout of all different sorts there, and I want to be doing some kind of craft while one of my favorite movies is 
on in the background, period. Oh, yeah. And, like, fuzzy socks. And, like, yes. maybe there's one, like, homemade dip, but I didn't make it. Yeah, I didn't make it. Somebody else brought I'll host it. it, but I don't want to make the dip. <laughs> but that would be my ideal Galentine's Day. What about you? That, that's that you sorry. would be there. That's, that's it. it. I'd be at that <laughs> that's one. It. That's the one. I can't host that same thing but if we, I'm at that one. No, you the, can't. The most ideal is that it's at your house. <laughs> that house? Yes. I leave the mess behind. That's I've, the only part I add to the story. I feel like me and my friends, our theme parties are, like, birthday parties because they just all have kids like I feel like because you have friends that have waited longer than you or maybe aren't having kids they are more apt to like plan something like that because I think adults do that I think we just had kids early earlier and then we started planning birthday parties and once you're planning birthday parties you're not you're not the one coordinating Valentine's Day you just you want to be but like it's yeah. just not not for me this year. Yeah, it's an honor to be invited, and yeah. I'm going to Instagram the whole thing. Maybe next year. My house could never. My house could never. <laughs> not in this year. But I will say that back at Bachelor Nation USA, yeah. probably a <gasps> probably a very important piece of a Galentine would yes. be Bachelor, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm learning. I'm learning all about that. That would be very textbook. Like, I would love that for my Galentine's Day. But I am going to, like, I am going to forewarn that I'm not totally caught up, but I'm caught up enough that my TikTok told me all I need to know. Okay. And I have to say, my first thing that I have to say is that I watched the episode where they're all in wedding dresses. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what in the cringy polygamy nonsense is this? They, I told you this was a cult. And, and you were they, like, it's not a cult. I, I, maybe you said it I is said a it cult. Was. I right. said it was. And then, <laughs> I said it and was. And then the thing is, like, I said it was. And I was like, but isn't it kind of like a fun, like, this cult has good energy, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like, the Kool-Aid's not so bad. But <laughs> it's then, so trendy, this Kool-Aid. It's so trendy, you know? They're so cool. But then um, I just kind of feel like that is something that they do, like, almost every season they'll throw in, like, some wedding dresses just to like stir things up because the girls get crazy when they start putting on wedding dresses like it's just a chemical reaction you're like put them on put them on they're five thousand dollars each these producers are smart they know what they do this is advertising for them you know and they all look like so good in them too that was of course they do like they were handpicked for them because they probably were (laughs) i have a question for you so i don't know if you watched this part in the most recent episode but they do Every, like, episode they'll do group date, like a one-on-one, and then sometimes, like, another group date, usually. Daisy got the first one-on-one. Yes, she did. Was, we're all Everybody, shocked. shock and awe. Shock and awe. <laughs> we're surprised. It She's went, the next Bachelorette. Tell me otherwise. Flawlessly. <laughs> so, on this group date, they did a talent show, which, honestly, a talent show that's going to be broadcasted on national television. I like, saw clips of it. What would you do? You have one hour to prepare for a talent show that's going to be broadcasted on ABC. What are you doing? I would probably do like a sing-songy bit. Yeah. <laughs> a, a comedy sing-songy bit. I like that. I like that. I would write, direct, and star in it. Well, <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm not watching Bachelor alone. What would you do? <laughs> so I watched it with Lucas last night, and he was like, what would you do? Because him and I get such bad secondhand embarrassment because neither of us are the type to, like, to be in this situation. Like, you're not going to find us there. Like, we would rather watch this and enjoy it than, like, be it. Yeah. But he was like, what would you do? And honestly, I was like, you know what? I know exactly what I would do. Are you familiar with One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies? Yeah. It's been one week since you- Yes. So me and one of my best friends, Katie, when we grew up, we were so obsessed with the song that we would just spend hours and hours like reading lyrics and memorizing them. And that was like our jam. And we always did it. Well, this song, if you know, like it has a really few like fast tempo verses. It's like chickadee yes. know the ch- So I know every single word, like top to bottom of that <laughs> song. So I'm like, that would be it. Like that, that would be, be it. it. Because it, like you said, it would be singing, but in a, like a funny making fun of myself kind of way. Yeah, it would be fun. Yeah, so I think that's what I would do. I think I, think I would do I would something do. like, I think I'd do something from like high school musical. Yeah. You know, something yeah. just cringy enough. Living in my own world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just start going there. Yeah. My head's in the game, but my heart's in the song. You know, and I would wear a tracksuit. I know about that. Honestly, put me on. Yeah. <laughs> put me in, coach. You would be great. Put Honestly, you would be and TV gold. I have to say, speaking of 
TV gold. Yes. Lauren. Lauren. Is Lauren one of the, the sisters? sisters? Yeah, the <laughs> sisters. So as a fellow Lauren, yeah. this girl knows showbiz. Like She does. She didn't even fucking get talked to on that date, and that whole goddamn episode was about her. It was. The whole episode. That's showbiz. Like, that is showbiz, baby. Like There's you, certain people I mean, on I the know. show that have star quality, and like if they fall in love, cool, but they, that's not the number one game plan. And like the, That's not what you're here for. The other thing is, is that I feel like Obviously, the producers probably know, like, they probably know that her dad passed, right? Yes, of, and they're oh, of probably, course. like, put her in a wedding dress, of right? Of course. Which is terrible and torturous. Of course. But then she said. But it makes good TV, and that's what they do. And she said, if he's not going to talk to me, I'm going <laughs> to cry the whole <laughs> fucking time, and then I'm going to throw a cake. Absolutely. You know, so I feel as though she's, she, gr- she's great TV. She's fucking going places. Absolutely. And Jess is a problem. Jess is a problem. But she, so, in this... <laughs> You're like, you're here to defend Jess. Well, so the thing is that girls always do this typical thing, and it starts off as a villain, but then sometimes they can come back around, and I'm, like, a little bit ahead of you, so I, like, the feelings change so much episode to episode, so it's like, you can't even put a stake on someone who they are, because next week you're like, I love Jess. Jess is the best one on the show. Like, you just don't know. So, like, on this episode, she kind of laid in the back, and I was like, where is Jess, you know? I thought she was going to be this big, like, protagonist. I don't know, but, like... Yeah, and then like what the fuck Sydney? Sydney. She was she was having a rough moment, but I feel like I feel like there's been some girl drama and I get very hesitant because I feel like things can be cut up in a way that can be very very <laughs> pinpointy and I just I hate I hate the the going back and forth of it all. I think like the worst part of it all is that I like as you know, I've been in Bachelor Nation for a while, so I tend to look at these people's social medias after, and I get curious, and I want to see what they're about, check out their style, see if they're a good follow. In Sydney, I know of her because she is from where I'm from, so I have, like, a familiarity with her. And the thing that made me so sad is, like, despite how anyone looks on TV— the people that go into the comment sections of these people's oh, profiles. So trolling. They are so I'm like, <laughs> and honestly, I like not the I'm not a bachelor nation in a real way, but I am of the TikTok nation of <laughs> Cinderella community. And as being part of the like Disney drama community of TikTok. I know what it's like to have people come for you so hard. Yeah. And even the off with her head. The off with people. her head really starts to feel weird. So I've just been feeling kind of like bad for all of the girls. And honestly, I feel like by now they're probably all friends and have forgotten about it. And like, I don't know. I just, I'm not here for the drama. And I do have to say that I feel like I'm coming in late. So I'm like, this is probably like what's supposed to happen, right? Yes. Like we are all feeding off of everyone's insecurities. Yes. Like I just watched 65 year olds make meatballs. Yeah. Last season. And that was so sweet. That was so enjoyable. That but I'm so like, this sweet. is probably what the show's for, right? Yes. To like get everybody riled to up. get everyone amped up. But what you really have to think is like when this show was made, yeah. social media was not a thing. These people were not no. so tangible. No. Like, now these, these people, people are like exposed and like, they're at your fingertips. Like, yes. if you want to tell them that, like, what they said about people, faking an orgasm yeah. is, like, good fucking you. ruining your life. Yeah. You can. That's yes. the problem. That's the problem. And, like, good for you for having those feelings, but keep them to yourself. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah, exactly. She, she you shouldn't actually, have to care. Yeah, you don't have to press send. You know, sometimes it's a good thing to, like, think about something stupid to say and then not say it. But I will say that, like, once, I, is it, who's the woman that came back as the Naked Mermaid. I love her. Oh, my she's God. She's, like, mean. She's, like, Ursula, sexy Ursula. <laughs> yes. Uh, I What's can't her even, name? I can't even think of it. Hold on. Maria. Maria. <laughs> sexy she's, Ursula Maria. She's good TV. Once again, like, they know what they're showbiz. doing here. Fucking showbiz. And that's the thing. So, like, sometimes when people are being a little drama, I'm like, they just might be trying to put out a little razzle-dazzle. Because you know what? I bet these producers are poking them. I bet they're telling yeah. them to go here, go there. But so, she poked at Sydney, and then yes. Sydney fucking was like... Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, like I'm going to defend myself. And yeah. then, But then Maria's one of those girls that you can tell does not back down. Yeah. She'll, she'll like, punch you in the face. She'll punch you in the face. So then it just gets real... <laughs> 
fight with Maria. And, and I feel bad. No, the last person I want to fight with is honestly Maria. Like the, that's like my actual nightmare is a Maria being mad at me. And like honestly, I I feel like that gives me anxiety just thinking about it. But those are the people that usually I feel like get into those situations. So I'm just like, ugh. And you can already see. So this is part of the formula. I know you're new here, but typically when people start to have drama. They're going to put them on a two-on-one. And what happens on a two-on-one is that one of them has to go home, okay? Because they don't like it. So they don't like it. So They're they like, would, we let this go on for four no episodes, one, but it is done it's today. Done. <laughs> it's done. It's done. So they're probably going to go on a two-on-one, which I hate. But I have this sneaking suspicion, and this is my full circle way of getting you into boat paradise, is that— What the fuck is boat paradise? <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise is when people that got voted off of the seasons— come on and they do like a love island kind of thing. And that's why I mean they're probably really upping their drama because of those so that spin-offs. They can, that's what I'm saying. I have a feeling that both Maria and Sydney could come back into paradise and be stars and probably be besties. Who knows? But I'm going to tune in <laughs> Put them on an out. island. Put them on find an out. island. See what happens. But I don't know if I have much else to say about Bachelor Nation. How about you? I mean I'm baffled. Like I said <laughs> when I when I'm liking April, Joey. Like, I'm liking Joey. I mean I feel I feel like Joey is, I don't know. He's not taking any risks right he's now. He's not, and he's not, like, willing to tell. Like, literally, he told that girl, like, do you want a hug? And then she started making out with him, and then he was like, you know what? We'll make out. Yeah. Like, I feel as though he's not creating any boundaries with, unless he's really just, like, hardcore connecting with fucking everybody. <laughs> he just might be that kind of guy. He doesn't seem to have real boundaries. <laughs> We're going to stay tuned and we're going to find out. We're going to find out. That's one thing about us. I did see, though. Did you see? I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I saw that it was on a podcast that he accidentally, like, said a hometown. He said he said a person's name in the hometown. Did you see that? No, I didn't. What happened? So he was on I Don't Know What the Podcast Is. Yep. I saw it on TikTok. Oh, he said someone's name. He that said he Maria's went- name <gasps> on the no! podcast. Oh my God, Lauren. Yeah. Look at you, Bachelor Nation correspondent on the scene. I typed in Bachelor in wow. TikTok. <laughs> she did the research for the episode, people. And then it was reoccurring. So I feel I am as going though- to be looking at this once we once we hit stop. I will tell you that much that this will probably already be in my TikTok algorithm by the time that I get home. Fact check me. Don't. I don't I know. Won't. But that's I won't. what I heard. I have one more thing I want to say about Valentine's Day. In like a broad sense, I just think like in the spirit of the season of love, I feel like friends and like girlfriends specifically for me are so important because like us and like other friends that I have, like there is such a real thing as like platonic soulmates. And there are things that I get from like my girlfriends that is so nurturing and important to me and like I think that that we should celebrate Valentine's Day because what a cool thing to be able to like love and support one another and to be someone's soulmate in a different kind of way yes and I have people like that that have been part of so many seasons of me that yes. like I feel as though for somebody to love you through everything and everyone that you've been yeah. and come out to current day and you just still be like cruxes in them right <laughs> you're like what are you still doing here you're still but here but like what an honor to be loved yeah. like that so I agree that there's just those friends that stuck around no matter what absolutely and there's those friends that showed up right when you needed them yeah so and I feel like I just I love I love those people, and I feel like it's worth mentioning. Absolutely. So this one is for the gals. Yes. But it's also about how we met your dads. How we met your dads. So (laughs) when me and Stephanie aren't being married to each other, we are married to men. Can you believe it? (laughs) I can't believe it. We married men. (laughs) But... And we had children. We did. We had children with these men, and now we live in <laughs> homes with these men. Sometimes I get into, like, the Barbie movie where I'm like, this is my dream house. And, like, what do the Kens do? 
I don't know. Right, have you ever seen like the That's tic- not right, but <laughs> have you ever seen the TikToks? This is not where at the top we're supposed to go, but have you ever no. seen the TikToks where like the women are just making their houses like extremely feminine and yeah. then it's like their husband's reaction and their husband just really doesn't have any reaction. He has he's nothing like, left in him. He's like, she's going to do what she's going to do and that's like, love. He's like, we're just going to sit on this pink yeah. velvet 1800s <laughs> Victorian couch. You know, where'd my cardies go? Whatever. There's no depth. There's no depth on that couch, but he'll do it because he loves you. But we're going to talk about how we met your dads. Yes, and I have to say that when I was reviewing the questions that you put together, yes, I have to say that um, I was like, it was very easy to answer them, obviously, but I feel like meeting my husband, I looked at him like... Like, it wasn't going to be a long-term thing, you know? Oh. <laughs> like, every time I review yeah. the beginning, I'm like, I was just You're like... You're like, how, just by chance, like, the butterfly effect got us here. I was like, what an adventure this yeah. boy with the guitar is. Absolutely. And then here we are. Here we are. With the whole ass... Like I said, like, the whole ass life. Yeah, we've been wanting <laughs> to reflect on this, and we've been thinking about doing this idea for a while. And when we realized that we were coming up upon, like, Valentine's Day, we were like, you know what? This is probably a good time to, I guess, talk about it. No, when we realized it was February. (laughs) I was like, what can we talk about in February between the 13th and the 15th? (laughs) I don't look up anything. I'm just like, just spiraling random ideas. And like the fact that I like thought such a simple thought and you praised me for literally just like looking at my calendar, like that's Galentine's right there. Happy Galentine's Day to all who celebrate. (laughs) Because you really plotted that out. You were like, no. It's actually going to be Valentine's Day, and this yeah. is what we should do. And it made sense. It made sense. Um, so I have to say that uh, the questions were easy to answer, like yeah. I said. Um, but as I like recollect further and further, I'm like, is my memory serving me correctly? I don't have a good long term memory, and I I don't either. And I actually get almost like self conscious and like frustrated about it sometimes. Like that's why I think I'm honestly kind of. I take pictures of a lot of things because I know that my memory's bad and that's kind of like my best way of remembering things is to look back at physical copies of them. Yes, but one thing about me is that once in a while I spiral in a journal direction Mm. and when I started dating my husband, I I was journaling a bit. So I had like, I kind of like skimmed back to that a little yes. bit today just to like jog my memory of yes. like when things started exactly and how, were you ever um like would you do the thing like Luke and I have multiple like shoebox type things where we'll like throw in notes that we've written each other like we have a lot of things like that too like I wasn't oh, good yeah. enough to keep like a like a steady journal but you we know? hoard a paper but product. we hoard a paper product <laughs> a ticket like For sure. a and wristband it, it just feels like in the season of being adults like a lot of my adulthood honestly I've been with Lucas now for like I think 11 and so many, 11 and so many months, you know? It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, my whole adulthood, and really. And that's the thing. And when, when you have grown together with your, your partner, like... You kind of, like, morph into a, a singular person experience at times because you're doing so many things together. I yeah. don't know. It's And odd. things just blur because life is very fast. And yeah. when you're doing life together, you take, like, you're not jotting down and like being the monotonous you're not being remarkable in every single moment so it's very hard to put a timeline on things sometimes absolutely but I really was like wow are we like this old yeah but I will say that post kids it's just harder to focus on us it really is but hot take I like my husband better when we're not around our kids I don't even think that's a hot take like I get, like, when people say it's attractive to see, like, your partner as a parent. Like, I get that, but they're yeah. nicer to me when they're not there. <laughs> 1,000%. And once your child gets to a certain age where they see what they can get out of you when you're escalated and when your partner, yeah. when they're escalated. And, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not going to throw the term manipulation, but, but I she's am. she's not going to say it's off the table. She sort of knows what she's yeah. doing. <laughs> yeah. Like, it is, 
it is just easier for things to go absolutely nuclear absolutely. on like a Sunday morning. And you're like, what the fuck? Uh, this was supposed to be How did we get nice. here by 10 a.m.? This was supposed to be the good day. So I will say that even though I've been with my husband 150 years. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can't remember the, the details <laughs> anymore. But I will say that like it is important to step back once in a while and like date who you are parenting with. Yeah. Or date who you've been with enough time that it's like you can just sit on the couch and do monotonous activities and really not yes. have any time together. Yes, Luke and I need a date so bad. Luke, if you're hearing this now, take me on a date. <laughs> Mom, dad, someone grab the children. <laughs> we need schedule. to get dinner. <laughs> Let's schedule this. It's February. Well, and when we were thinking of like or I was thinking about kind of questions because we wanted to ask, we wanted to answer questions and we wanted to have the husbands answer questions and we haven't yet quite allowed them onto the mic, but we will take their answers into account and read them for one another. <laughs> I wanted them to be like simple and broad enough that like, I didn't even write down my answers. I'm like, I feel like I no, just know what neither. this is, so I'll just answer it. But like, I'm enjoying the part of hearing like the other side of it because it might trigger some memories that I've not thought about or have forgotten because maybe maybe they remembered a little something that we didn't. And honestly, they don't always remember right. So no, we're not no. just going to sit here and say that their side of the story no. is correct. We never would say that ever. If never, I, ever, ever. I'm also here to fact check my husband. Absolutely. <laughs> and we will absolutely say if they're wrong. How did you meet your husband? Um, How so, did you meet Kenny? So I met Kenny. So originally, me and Kenny always say that it all started in a little pink house. <laughs> um, and that house was my ex-boyfriend's house. <laughs> 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 if we're getting specific about locations. Um, and he was like, like I said, like I, I mean, I was obviously not dating him. And I just <laughs> saw him and he was just like. He was a bad boy with a guitar. Yeah. And like He was just that boy that was just kind of always around, but, like, really sweet. And, you know, fast-forwarding to us having, like, a year of, like, a, a like, acquaintance friendship that yes. you would have with the friend of somebody that you're yeah. dating. Um, and I literally tried to set him up with other people. Because I was like, look at We Kenny. always do. I was like, look at Kenny. He's handsome. Yeah. You know, he's cute. Not for me. Not for me. But for you. <laughs> and I will say that I did go and see a tarot card reader who used to chain smoke while she was on oxygen in her Stop. in her third floor it's apartment or second floor apartment. So I went and when I was dating this other boy and she told me that I was I was around the man I was going to marry and he was so tall and oh like my God. the boy that I was dating was not tall. Your memory is much better than you're giving yourself credit for because so, oh. I always think about that and I'm like wow. I love so that. yeah, like if I ever tried to set you up with my husband, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was me projecting yeah. that I liked him. <laughs> so he caught me some slack here. So yes. so I break up with my toxic ex, right? And yes. then like I get my life together and like like, there's a lot of messy stuff that happens in between. And that's, yep. like, three years. Mm -hmm. That's not, like, six months. That's three years of me just doing me. And now I'm in nursing school, and I download the Tinder because, mm -hmm. like, you know, it's like credible or whatever they were saying yeah, and it's, that it's year. Yeah, it's, like, 2014. Yeah. So, like, it's credible at yeah. this point. You know, it's been verified by others. I go on bad Tinder dates. Uh-oh. Like, terrible ones in public settings with, with men I don't know. I feel like we should talk about those at some point. Yeah, I think I go on, like, two where oh I'm, like, gosh. this is bad. So <laughs> then <laughs> I backpedal. I swipe right to none other than Mr. Bodwin. Uh-oh. Right? And he has, like, a very, like, black and white, like, it. he just took it real quick yeah. picture. And I'm like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Bam. He swipes right, too. Oh. So I'm like, I already know this boy. Yeah. Right? So he literally, we went. So first he invited me over to watch a movie. And I was like, uh-oh. I went. But I'm like, I'm not this type of gal. Uh <laughs> Right? You? <laughs> you can play me whatever version of Wonderwall yeah. you want, but no thank you, sir. <laughs> no thank you. So we watch a movie, and he's like, I'd love to go on a date. And so we went to on a date for Chinese food and to an improv comedy show, like oh, a local I love one. This. And it was so nice, and we both were like, he was coming out of a relationship, and I was in nursing school, and, like, he didn't have his life together. Like I said, I met my husband. I was like, he looks like a fucking good time. Yeah. And then we just never—now we have a fucking minivan yeah. together. Like, <laughs> so, 
That was an evolution. I love that. I didn't, I didn't meet him thinking like, this man's going to take care of me. And yeah. like, we grew together. I and feel that so deeply. I mean, I'm I'm glad I found my person while I was impulsive. Like, I, I've said this before and I've said this to him because I feel as though I picked my person solely on how he made me feel. Right. Like his spirit and mine. I didn't think about finances. I didn't think about where our children would go to school, where we'd live. I just, like I said, like I was a student. I was dumb as fuck. And I was like, you are so cool and I love you and I love the way you make me feel. I love Um, that. So yeah, that's how we met and we just basically never stopped hanging out. Well, he, obviously he didn't write that, but what he did (laughs) say was through a friend of a friend in a tiny pink house and then on Tinder. So he's on the exact the exact same page as you. And I love that story. And I knew, like, the basis of how you guys have met. But also, I think, like, the full story of it all is just very sweet. And I love that. Yeah. And my husband was just like, I want to be with you forever. Like, we're going to just, like, we're going to build together. If you need me to be this, I'm going to be this. Yeah. And, like, like I said, he was, like, the person that I knew I loved. And, like, everything else, I was like... You know what? We can deal with this. We can roll. You're a bit of a fixer-upper, baby. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and he's like, he surpasses all of my my expectations of what he could be as like where we are now. I feel like that's the best part about growing up together. And like, so in talking about how I met Lucas, the thing is, when I think about like the math of it all, the crazy thing is that like, I, we have spent a third of our lives together like that is a massive amount of time to be with somebody do you ever think about like the person that you were when you met your husband versus who you are now and like how she's just like a distant distant (laughs) a distant character in my story like she has had many evolutions and like we have evolved together so like sometimes I feel like when I get critical of myself or ourselves it's also important to be like look at where we started look at where we are like you were saying like we have this home together like look at look at this family but taking it back to how I met yes how did you meet your husband Mr. Lucas Bartholomew so so how I met Lucas was in college so when I met Luke I was actually in a relationship as well And this relationship was kind of in, like, a very up-and-down place. But, like, nonetheless, I I did have a boyfriend. It's an American love story. It's an American love story. (laughs) But, but we had been on a break, okay? We were on a break for a week, as as, as 20-year-old boys tend to like to do. So um, during that week, ironically, I was in Spanish class with my now husband, Luke. Neither of them speak Spanish. Neither of them can speak Spanish. Spoiler alert. And I guess pretty much what had happened was he had asked a mutual friend in the class, like, if he knew anything about me, he knew my name. He found me on Facebook. But the reason that Lucas reached out to me in the first place and was confident enough to do so was because, as everybody knows, he is my official brother lover. (laughs) (laughs) This whole story is fake. They met in the nursery. (laughs) But we, we were in Spanish class and we had to go around the room and say our birthdays in Spanish. So he had said his and then I said mine. He realized we had the same birthday. So commiserated over your December. He didn't, not even in the person because as you know my husband is like a sweet and funny like guy but when he first meets you he can be a little bit like quiet he's more of like a listener yeah even though he is much better at small talk but like he kind of sat back he didn't say much but then he slid into like the dms and he was like hey i think we have the same birthday and so obviously like i clicked on his profile i was like he's super cute like Definitely could be my cup of tea, but I was in, like, a very weird place. (laughs) Definitely my brother. (laughs) Yeah, definitely met you when I was born. Remember when we used to share that cord? (laughs) Remember the good old days in the womb? It was so close and easy then. I was hoping that you, when I said, how did you meet your husband, you just (laughs) said, in utero. In utero, (laughs) in utero. 
in utero. And Go then on. So he's DMing you up. He's DMing me. So um, we end up just kind of becoming friends. I kind of tell him, like, hey, like, I kind of in this Did on and off Did you set thing. your husband up with other people? I, like, <laughs> I feel like I brought him around friends, but, like, subconsciously, I feel like I never, like, was like, hey, you should go. Like, like I was always there, too. You know what I mean? And, like... It just kind of started to feel, it became this way where Luke and I had this thing where we would hang out all the time and like we would hang out with groups of friends, his guy friends, my girlfriends, because we were both living at school. And um, there was just came to a point where Luke was kind of like, I feel like I'm starting to feel things for you more than friendship. And I don't think that we should be friends right now because it's inappropriate. Yeah. And then that would go in circles and circles and back and forth. And we were friends and we weren't friends and we were friends and we were fr- weren't friends. And then like six months into our friendship, I think like it dawned on both of us that we were like, I feel like as weird as this timing is that like we are just really being drawn to each other in a way that feels significant. But at the same time, I was a 20 year old. Like what's significant to a 20 year old doesn't always turn into your husband. But in dumb luck, the two of us just really like grew together in a way that like we literally are best friends and like everything that we do together and all the nuanced things that we say. Like I just think about like, for instance, this is kind of a weird comparison, but I think of the something scary for me would be getting a new therapist. I've had the same therapist for six months. She knows so much. Like mm-hmm. we have such a deep connection. Mm-hmm. Times that by one million with somebody who has been my partner, my husband, my best friend, the person I've raised families with, the person that's seen me at my lowest and my best and is still by my side. Like I just think that we've just, like you said, by some dumb luck, we grew from like these two college kids that got together into like a whole family. And that's, that's how me and Lucas met. I love that. Yeah, so, my brother Lava. <laughs> <your> brother Lava. <laughs> so when he was asked, when yes. he was asked via email, yeah. he said, we met in Spanish class at UMass. I asked Brian what your name was. After a couple weeks, I messaged you on Facebook, letting you know we have the same birthday <laughs> because I heard you say it when we went around the class and said ours in Spanish. Yeah. From there, we started to become friends. Yes. <laughs> pretty pretty there you it's go. tracking it is tracking it's tracking yeah i feel <laughs> he he totally checks out and i love that neither of you knows spanish yeah <laughs> i will say like i'm definitely like un poquito better <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> he dropped out, and that's actually one of the weird things. So Lucas joined Spanish class, and we were in it for a couple of weeks, and he dropped it because there was too much, like, speaking out loud that was uncomfortable for him. So it truly was just such a weird coincidence that we were, like, in that class for the two weeks at the same time. And, like, I think, like you said, it's just all those weird little things that happen that bring you to each other that you're like, wow, this is absolutely wild yeah so yeah that's how i met mr bartholomew so all right so the next thing is first impressions yeah what what were you thinking of kenny so like i said he was literally just this man that always showed up yes when i was hanging out with my ex-boyfriend at yeah. first and my first impression of him was that he was he was like a very just like Easy person to be around. Yes. He came with an acoustic guitar. (laughs) If he was a Ken. (laughs) Yes. He had lots of tattoos, a beanie. He always had, like, girlfriend drama. But, but, like, like, really, like, crazy girlfriend drama. Oh, my God. (laughs) And, like, I'd always just, like, he'd come over. He'd, you know, like, spill canvas, play the guitar. But I felt as though he was just a very gentle soul. Mm -hmm. Like, and I still say that. And that was even, I think I said in our vows, I think I said that on the podcast before that like he has like a rough exterior like mm-hmm. he's a six foot almost three bald ginger man covered in tattoos with his nose pierced mm-hmm. like you know he's not like the super most cuddly but when you talk to him you immediately know that he's like from a very gentle and genuine place mm-hmm. and that was my first impression of him and of mm-hmm. course like at that time I was like he didn't have a car he didn't have his license he worked at Taco Bell he was doing some other things that I won't mention on the podcast because they <laughs> might be incriminating but yeah. it's too old now statute of limitations just <laughs> now I but, love um, but I do feel like it was just he was a type of person that was pretty magnetic yes you know I love that 
his first impression, he wrote, I thought that she was beautiful, funny, and smart. And then he says, like, too smart for me, <laughs> which I love. That's very sweet and endearing. And I feel like that perfectly, like, sums up you guys. And that's yeah. super sweet. Yeah, I feel as though we were on the same page. Yeah, right And absolutely. once we started dating, I felt like we were very quick to— we. Fun fact about me and my husband is that we've never broken up. We've never taken a break. No. From our first date, we just kept fucking hanging out. Same. For almost a decade now. Same. And like... <laughs> it's a flex. And it, Yeah, absolutely. Even and Ross I, and Rachel had their moments, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, we didn't take a season <laughs> off, no. you know? And I feel like it's because... And there were some low... There were some low-airing episodes, but we stayed together. Yeah, and I feel, know? As though, I feel as though it's because we met at, like, a messy time in our lives, mm -hmm. and we were very genuine with our... Our first impressions you know yes. there wasn't really that like that layer on up. a show so when we changed our minds about how we felt about each other we were pretty like communicative I mean you've you've sponsored some of our fights yeah you, <laughs> yes, you've I been have. the referee <laughs> absolutely and we really communicate like yeah we are important it's important for us to both be clear about our words or else we are explosive yeah so I feel as though that's what kind of our first impressions were just like here it is yeah you know so that's fair I could enough. see him him seeing me as too smart for him because yes. that, that out. <laughs> she loves to hear it she loves it he knows I need that absolutely what were your first impressions of your husband I feel like I thought Luke well the one thing I thought because I have had an array of of tastes in my life like I don't feel like I have one specific type it's more just kind of what I'm drawn to at that time in my life and one thing I really liked about Luke was that he was very like I don't know how to explain this like just kind of an outgoing liked and like well-received personality like it felt like any room that he was going into people were happy to see him like he had just a good a good energy about him that people liked and like when Luke and I first started hanging out I am like somebody that has been like I think a lot more sheltered in my life as like like being like in school like before college mm -hmm. than he was like I think Luke had a lot more like out there experiences than I did. So, like, in a way, I think when I first met Luke, I was, like, almost a little bit intimidated by that because I felt like he had, like, a level of comfortability, like, being out, like, being at parties, being social, where, like, I'm really just not, like, that's not my thing. But I quickly realized that even though he was, like, happy and well-liked and well-received there, that he also is somebody who more so enjoys watching it, being in the background, sitting back, being mm -hmm. low-key, enjoying the situation but not being the situation. And, like, I feel like that's where we really clicked. Um, I also thought, you know— Because <laughs> you're the situation. <laughs> so you're—so Kenny was bringing around the guitar, right? Which is, like, a thing that guitar boys do. What When Lucas they have did, the knuckle tattoos <laughs> and they play the guitar. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. What Lucas did was he Buy brought— Buy the a, minivan. He brought a whole-ass— <laughs> drum set in his dorm room so the first time I went to Luke's, <laughs> Luke's dorm room I'm like oh a whole ass drum set you know and it was just like he was putting on his things he was being cool I felt like he he was just a cool guy and I just really liked being around him like truly genuinely like at the core of it we just I think we have like this fun competitive spirit and like a silliness to each other that like keeps us very young almost in a way and like youthful in our relationship and I think that's like our eternal flame like yeah, that because we're youthful both, spirit I feel like we're both me and my husband are looking at adulthood like we don't want to get yeah. out of our rooms and like we like, I we see don't it have all to do it how it's been done that as millennials like as a generation like I feel like a child in an adult's body yeah. and I feel as though me and my husband were like thrusted into adulthood together and we've taken this journey and I, we've rocked it in our own way like we're we're happy. We we have our little our little bubble yeah. in this world, and um, I feel like it's just it's funny because we look at it in such an immature way, and I think that's why we stay sane. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so I can support that. I can support yeah. that theory. So your husband's first impression of you is that he was interested the first time he saw you. <laughs> 
he he writes it as if I'm playing the role of Luke. I know. <laughs> Lauren as Lucas Bartholomew. <laughs> I was interested the first time I saw you. <laughs> Puffs pipe. Puffs pipe. <laughs> Lowers optical. Yes. <laughs> you looked like you were smart. A good person and wifey material. Ooh. What's this with us being smart? I like, mean, I'm not mad about it, and I I love to hear it. You think we're smart? Like okay. you met me at my stupidest time yeah. in my life, but I am smart. We Strong, love smart and beautiful. Strong, smart, beautiful bitches. I love I that love though. That. Wifey material. Okay, he's so silly sometimes. <laughs> he would never say wifey in real life. That's what I love about him. And scene. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Who caught the feelings first, Lauren? Um, I think that that's really hard to say because Kenny's going to be like, it was from the moment that I saw her. <laughs> um, I, feel like, I feel like it was probably Kenny, maybe. Or he's probably like, you fucking loved me. Like, <laughs> I'm just... I'm so hyper-focused on what he said that I can't make my own opinion. You can't remember. Um, I feel like it was probably it was probably him just because I was so fucking busy. I was in nursing school and like he was at one point I feel like there was like this pivotal switch where I just wanted to be near him because my life was so crazy. So maybe he takes that as me wanting him first. He said he said her, I think, but she was taken at the time. Oh my god. So he was way back. He was way back. He he went. He called you smart. Let him have this one. <laughs> I'm not a cheating type no, of gal. You didn't do it. He's just it's all speculation. It's all speculation. It's all speculation. <laughs> Let the record show. Yes. Um so for you, who yes. had feelings first? I think Lucas had feelings first. Um, he was he was crushing. And, like, not to say that he wouldn't be someone that I would have, but obviously I was kind of going through the ins and outs of it. But he, I would say he caught them first. Okay. He said, <laughs> enter Lucas. Enter Lucas Bartholomew. I got feelings first for sure. I had a crush just to be crushed when I found out you already had a boyfriend. So Aww, he was way back also. Little cutie. <laughs> he had Thank a crush you. just he was to crushing. be crushed. Just to be crushed. How poetic. <laughs> so poetic. Watch out, Taylor Swift. Here he comes. <laughs> oh, my so God. who said, I love you first? I want to say I said it first. I'm just honestly... Lucas, 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 I love him. He has the, honestly, the best heart. But he has some trouble getting those words out sometimes. And I think we both felt it, but I said it first. Okay. Is my recollection. Okay. Um, Kenny said it first. Yes. And then I was like, no, you don't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> say it again. <laughs> say it again this some time other time. without eye contact. <laughs> this time without eye contact yeah. and booze on board. Yeah. And he did. And I think then I, then I think I shortly was after. Yes. He said me all day. Oh, now he's being a little mush. I knew I loved her from our first date. <laughs> That is what he said to me the next day when I said, no, say no, it better. say it better. Do better next time. Say more. Uh, did Luke agree that I was the one to say it first? Because I don't know. I feel like that I was. He said, you said I love you first. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. LOL. LOL. Oh, yeah, my God. And you thought that? Yeah, I think so. I think so. You're like, I don't remember. I don't <laughs> I'm like, I love you. <laughs> I love ya. you. I love you since the day we were born. <laughs> you were very Olive Garden about it. Yeah, we're all family. Mama mia, I love you. <laughs> I no, definitely I, said it first. I just remembered why he's LOLing, and I can't talk about it right now, but LOL, Lucas. Anyways, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> um, what would you say is the biggest thing that you and Kenny have in common? Um, I would say that the biggest thing that we have in common is that we never want to stop moving. Like, our momentum is always forward. We're mm -hmm. always, like, we both play off of each other's ideas, but we're both, like, really big thinkers. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like we've always fed each other's flame that way, and it's always pushed us in, like, a impulsively positive direction. I love that. Yeah, so I feel like that's one thing that we always land on together. We're down to support each other's crazy ideas. 
I love that. He said your sense of humor, which I'm sure is another big one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can do, we do bits all day. Yes. And I feel as though that's another, like, glue. Yeah. The PB to our, the PB, the PB to our PB and J would be, like, our constant just, like, SNL lifestyle. And laughing through, like, the absolute shit show that life can be sometimes. You're like, that was fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) We'll literally go home and be like, never doing that again. (laughs) The fuck was that? He did that for us, you know? (laughs) You're like, I almost just had a mental breakdown. Target I did. (laughs) I did have one. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, he's right about that, too. Yes. But Um, So biggest thing that you guys have in common? Um, I think also just I would say our sense of humor and just the fact that like family is literally like the top tier of everything for us. Like I think that or I'd say if I was thinking or our sense of humor, one of those two. Okay. All right. He said I would say our core self. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think so. Deep down we have the same morals, ethics. Politics, views on how we should treat each other, etc. Absolutely, yeah. That Him and I, right. yeah. When we get down to like the insides of it all, I feel like we always line up. And I can't, I can't picture being with somebody whose like core values don't align with mine. Like that simply just could not. Yeah, could and not. Who, I can't picture I'm being with too... somebody whose core values don't shift as yeah. violently as mine. Yeah, like you got to hear me out. Yes, yes, and you nothing is nothing is concrete. Like we're we're growing yeah, through it. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So All I right. agree. I agree. Good. I like that. What about your biggest difference? So I'd say our biggest difference is actually. Like, me and Kenny are so different. Mm-hmm. Like, we like we are the ducky and bunny <laughs> yeah. of couples. It's a deep cut Toy yeah. Story 4 reference. For sure. It's not deep for me because I watch They're it blue and yellow times a day. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I mean, we're so different. We're just, like, we're opposites. Um, the way we approach things a lot of the time is opposite. But our biggest difference that, like, brings us together, really, and I feel like it's, like, the core of us, is that I tend to present as a very like what does everyone need kind of person and Kenny's like a step back and like what like what do I have that I can give like and still have enough in my own cup Mm -hmm. like he's a more rational thinker he's a better like I guess if our family had to have like a contractor (laughs) it would be Kenny because I will give my soul to everything Mm -hmm. and let it drain me dry Mm -hmm. where Kenny can think of things logistically in a way that he he saves himself he's like this is what I have to give and he he taught me boundaries in a way that I feel like were like life saving for me especially post parenthood where like you don't have to be who everyone needs Mm -hmm. you know you also have to be who you are Um, So I feel like our biggest difference comes there. But then, of course, our biggest difference comes whenever Lennon asks for anything. (laughs) No, for sure. For sure. That's my comical answer. Because I have to say, lately, she asks for shit in front of both of us. And let me tell you, our differences are all the answers. I'm always wrong. I'm like, ah. If it was a game show, I'd get the... The X every time. What did he say about me? He said, honestly, hard to say. I don't know. He wasn't, he didn't get into your (laughs) biggest difference. I had to think like so hard about that. He's just like, "Mm, see, he was like not willing to rack my brain over something negative. (laughs) Thinking about how much time it would take versus how much time it would be worth. Because he's Connor. He's Connor just like Xing the no box in front of us. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I literally, one of our biggest differences is that like I wrote minimal but then thought of so much shit in my head that you whereas had. I had to ask him like your your answers are more than a sentence right yes <laughs> yes and he was like yes they but are. like in person I would say he's more wordy like when he does speak like he does have things to say but he's not gonna type it out and his words are so beautiful and I mean he writes he writes songs right but he's not, not gonna today. share all of them with you not right now I'm just gonna keep word vomiting <laughs> at you and hope you like me it's hard to say so I'll say that for both of us yes yeah <laughs> Yes. You know, he I'm knew, here to speak on our behalf. He knew you would take care of it. He knew I would. Absolutely. What's your biggest differences? Um, I feel like communication. Like, I am such a person that just wants to talk everything out and, like, get to the bottom of it. Or sometimes I don't want to talk at all and don't want to speak. And I feel like our communication... 
Luke is a big, you know, let's move on and not harp on this. And I'm like, we need to figure out why we got here. And I think when it comes down to those situations that we can kind of differentiate on the approach. And also, I think what Lucas is going to say is that we, because I always say this, is that like, Enter Saturday morning. There's shit that's got to be done, okay? Or say Sunday She's morning. She's here to predict his answer. There's things to be done. <laughs> I know this man so well. He's going to say that we prioritize differently. I think there are certain things that need to be done first, and he thinks other things need to be done first, and it always drives me bananas. But you know what? Everything ends up getting done every time, and I'm not going to say you were right, but like, you know. It's <laughs> not always right. And, like, I'm not even saying he was that time, but I'm saying, like, he might have a point. Anyways. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But what did did Mr. Mr. Lucas have to say? He said how we prioritize things, (laughs) chores. Things slash chores. Yeah, absolutely. So he said what he said. He said what he said. He absolutely did. Uh, I love that. Oh, my God. You predicted correctly. I predicted correctly. I, um, I knew I would. What's your favorite thing about your relationship? Um, And I think I've kind of already said it, but literally just that we are best friends. Like, there are jokes, and, like, you've been witness to them. Like, when we're watching a show and we're like, that's mine, or yes, yeah, your boy, and, like, just being so out of pocket and weird and making no sense in a way that only, like, each other gets. And I'd say, like... The other thing that's one of my favorite things about our relationship is, like, the way that we've fit into each other's families has been so nice for me. And I don't have a massive extended family, and Lucas does. So, like, in a way, I feel like his family, like, also took me into that big, more extended family, and my family's also taken him in. So I feel like I think that's my favorite part, my favorite part of us. I love that. So Lucas said... Spending every, spending pretty much every night together when the kids go down. We watch random shows, play Mario Golf, random one verse one games of Yahtzee. <laughs> Sorry, or Battleship. He gave us <laughs> four games. Yeah, he's like, we like games. <laughs> you guys are like the most competitive people. Me and Kenny are like, we could never. <laughs> it's so fun. It's so fun. We come in like the smelly hippies. We're like, we don't want to fight We're with like, you. Who can throw, who can throw that, that shirt into the hamper the fastest? Best out of 10. He's not done, though. He's not done. He's he said, not we done. always find something to enjoy the time we have together before oh. bed. So he, he finds it in the little moments. Yeah, I love that. That's very, very sweet. You have to. I feel like we just talked about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Like, like, that might be our Valentine's Day is exactly. we put the kids to bed. Three-minute you know, game of Yahtzee. Order a pizza and call it a night. <laughs> there you go. Fall asleep watching Love on the Spectrum again. It might be the cold pizza that you ordered it earlier for be. the kids. Absolutely. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about your relationship? I have to say that it's kind of, like, our relationship is, like, contradictory. Like, it's, we have so much comfort together, but we also push together each other together in such like a palatable way mm-hmm. that's endearing and loving and comes from the right place that like we force each other to be better. Um, and I feel like I've never had that comfort with anybody that I've been romantic with. It's always been my gals. It's yeah. always been my galentines. Yes. So when I met somebody that was like that, that would make measurable goals with me and then meet them alongside me. And maybe our goals weren't the same of like, of measurable like quantities but as long as we were propelling forward together we were seeing each other align you know you're rooting for each other we rooted for each other and we're rooting for each other and I have to say that there is just like a lightness that comes with that that I feel like I'm just very thankful for you know to challenge one another like you said like you guys are playing Yahtzee you know at freaking 11 o'clock at night exactly and we're having a fun time about it you know but you're stimulating each other in a way that if you didn't have each other that moment would be bleak once you put those little sunshine babies down absolutely absolutely you know so I feel like my favorite thing about my relationship is that as we grow it grows in a way that it's always served me you know it's always I've always felt seen by my husband and I've always tried my best to see him like for who he is and, you know, nurture who he already is and not change him. And I feel like our 
like you said, families. Our families are so different, too. And what we even see as a nuclear family looks so different. Yeah. So I feel like we have created this new little blended, like, we're like, what do you want the traditions to be? And we're yeah. like, this is our puppet show, exactly. you know? Like, let's build some shit together. Exactly. And I... I really love that. I really love that we're able to do that together. I agree. And I feel like Kenny's answer, he said all the spontaneous things. And I feel like that leads right into what you were saying. Like, it's those things that you dream together. It's those things that you, like, you think of doing and that you push each other towards. And you believe in each other and you support each other. And that's what makes you guys such a great team. Yes. And I I can't agree more. I feel like when you find somebody that you're just building with. And yeah. maybe you're not going to find them when you're, when you're 20-something and stupid. No. But I feel maybe like maybe we were just dumb, lucky kids. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And maybe you're further on in your journey, and you're still looking for that that Valentine. You know, you're still having Galentines. But I feel like if you find somebody that impulsively is the right person, yes, the other things you can push forward together. Absolutely, as the wise Zach Bryan once said, find someone who grows flowers in the darkest parts of you and make them your Valentine, your Galentine, your Palentine, whatever you want them to be, because. Did he say all of that? He didn't say the Galentine. That was that part was me. Palentine. I love that. That was me. That was me. I want credit on Palentine. (laughs) (laughs) Trademark Palentine. Fury. But happy Galentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope everybody has a great day and they find someone that they can say I love you too. Yeah, and even if it's a three-minute game of something stupidly competitive. Take the moment <laughs> yeah. to appreciate your partner <laughs> yes, and say like, hey, we're doing this together. Yes. And this is showbiz. This is showbiz, baby. But look at it. The look show must us. go on and we're, we're doing it. Absolutely. Thanks for attending our virtual mom support group with Stephanie and Lauren. Pull up a chair, light the sage. We are going through it. And growing through it. And, and we're, we're always rooting for you. Hot take, I like my husband better when we're not around our kids. I don't even think that's a hot take. Like, I get, like, when people say it's attractive to see, like, your partner as a parent. Like, I get that, but they're nicer to me when they're not there.